0: Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive and June gives you
1: Coming up later, Thomas Aquinas joins us to answer listeners' questions in slide into my DMs. But first, it's time for another episode of Park Date. I really do hate this program. everyone is well thank you for listening this episode features a guest who I talked to in Vienna his name is Marvin Mangalino and he opened the grund hotel which I've just managed to say uh, kind of correctly and uh, also the BBUC uh, sports brand is his thing as well really brilliant unicorn sports there's a first for Park Day in this uh, this episode we uh, walk into Marvin's Hotel and we record uh, the first episode uh, that we've ever done inside a hotel and it was a very nice hotel with uh, some secret spaces and lots of kitsch retro decor which i enjoyed and so will you thank you for listening if you enjoy please leave us a review and follow us on socials at park day podcast mine is at christopher beanland if you want to get in touch about anything feel free i would love to hear what you think of the show and uh, you can ask me any questions as well why is my name so strange um, why is the sound quality of each episode so good and uh, when will we be doing some live shows, those kind of questions I'm sure you want to know the answers to. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to Dorothea Neff Park here in Vienna and I'm here with Marvin Mangalino. Marvin, how are you today?
2: uh quite good it's monday afternoon or evening so a little bit exhausted but you've been okay. very busy haven't you yeah <laughs> yeah monday is always like try to conquer
1: the world on, on monday so yeah everyone and not me yeah not right and also do all those things like picking your kids up and yeah yeah soccer time and bringing them home and yeah, yeah. what's um i mean ev- every kid loves soccer don't they i was i was big into uh Big into that. Or football as we say in England when I when I was a yeah. kid. Did you like did you like that game as well? Oh yeah, a lot. Yeah. yeah, I always dreamed about it to be a star but me too that yeah, was every, every child has yeah exactly probably, right? when, when I was like five years old that was yeah. what I wanted to be yeah. I wanted to, you to always be saw player. this heard anoun- heard hear, hear, hear the announcement uh, yeah for the first yeah. time exactly <laughs> and it's funny how every kid wants to be a striker as well don't yeah. they when, yeah. you, when you see kids playing football yeah. it's like ten strikers and one yeah. goalkeeper yeah. <laughs> there's no <laughs> no one wants to defend or do anything like that but yeah, yeah, that's... Uh, Everyone seems to be, has this uh, ambition to be a hero somehow. Yeah, exactly. Especially as a kid. Especially as a kid. Um, the older you get, you lose this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the reali- harsh yeah. realities of yeah. life <laughs> set in, don't they? Um, do all your children like soccer, or is it just, just one of them? He's, he's yeah, football.
2: I mean, Oscar is nine, so yeah. so he's the oldest, and Vito uh, is three, and Rami is just one, so... Got, but yeah. you um, got your hands full. So, so Vito and Oscar are already snowboarding as well. So, oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, they I l- started last
1: year, and Vito, with three years, was quite of a- stunning for me. Oh, um, amazing! That he was already standing on the board. Amazing! I love it when yeah. you see the kids in ski school with yeah. their little uniforms on, and, and they're just jumping down the hill. They and don't. The have helmet head. is three times bigger than <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. They look so cute, and they're not scared. Nah, that's they just go the straight down the hill, yeah. don't they? We are scared, we parents, but yeah, yeah. they don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they look so cute in their uh, their little ski school outfits. And we're here, well talking about children. We're here in this park, and you can probably hear in the background there's uh, some cute cute kid noises, some coughing kid noises. <laughs> I think that that child needs a drink. Yeah. But there's uh, there's some kids playing in the sandpit with like a digger, and uh, it's a very nice playground. Do your kids like to come come here and play? Yeah, yeah, a lot. Yeah. And
2: I also used to live here. Actually, this yeah. apartment there in the corner in the sunlight. Oh, wow. Uh, we just moved. Uh, two blocks away from so, here yeah yeah I mean I was living here for 12 years now yeah and then I decided well first of all we are five in the family so we need a bigger apartment bigger place yeah but um, I moved uh, two blocks
1: further because I needed a little distance to and next to the hotel yeah so the funny thing is so Ma- so Marvin used to I didn't realize he lived in this block here it's a very very nice sort of historic you would say outbound right here yeah, like outbound, an, yeah. yeah like an old building it's very sort of reminiscent of imperial. Uh, high ceilings. Yeah, yeah, very high ceilings, very big windows. That kind of imperial, imperial look. Those those apartments are very nice. I've been in people's apartments like that, and they look they yeah. look beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very historic. And then next to it, of course, is the hotel. uh I didn't realise that you got you're kind of living next door to where you work. You own yeah. this hotel, right? Yeah. Brilante. Br- 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 Brillantengrund. Hotel yeah. yeah it's quite a mouthful for English yeah. people. <laughs> um, and did you did you move in here first and then you... no no actually I lived in the sixth district before yeah. when
2: I started and then I was just standing in front of it and then we realized that there is an apartment tree which yeah. is here in the second floor which is now my office and then, uh, yeah, we moved there, and then we kept on also renting other apartments. So we are renting also five apartments yeah. that we offer to our hotel guests. So we especially have a lot of artists or actors living in this building as well.
1: Yeah, that's a really cool idea. So you get more of a feel for what it's like to be, um, yeah, staying in staying in Vienna as a yeah, local yeah. or, yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah, catering to creative people as well is a very very cool thing to do. Having artists and yeah, musicians. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, the district is also the the, the more, let's say creative district. Yeah. And, uh, you have lots lot of uh, film companies here, other stu- creative studios. So, and I used to come from that background. So, also my partner, we have a big uh, community from from our past. Yeah. So we are well connected, and Vienna is a village. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Everyone knows everyone. Everyone
1: knows everyone. I've discovered this. Whenever I mention someone's name in Vienna, they say, oh, I know that person. Uh, But yeah, I love the idea as well. I I think there's a problem increasingly in places like London and New York Mm -hmm. where creative people have to leave Mm -hmm. because it's so expensive. But a very cool thing about Vienna and Berlin as well is that creative people can stay in these nice central areas, and you can have like a mix of different. Yeah, but
2: it also started like with the same kind of history because um, how it is, you live in a city. Yeah. Creative people have to live a little bit outside or some, let's say, not so good places, right? And then more and more artists live there, and then the next bar is opening, the next cafe is opening, then another store, and then it's getting more.
1: Yeah, Trendy. Gentrified, yeah. i say,
2: yeah. So, the
1: 7th district was the red light district. In what this district?
2: Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, oh, so, yeah. like, if you go a little bit this direction to Spittelberg, hmm. this is where all the prostitutes were waiting <laughs> right, yeah. for the Kaiser for the pass, <laughs> right. For the Kaiser passing by to have some fun. But I see. Yeah. So,
1: the Kaiser was very well behaved in the day. He was going to the opera yeah. and then at night he was... Yeah. Uh, that's the 7th district being bad yeah Yeah, yeah. right yeah and um, that's why
2: also Brillantengrund was the nickname uh, of this area of the 7th district right so okay let's uh, this is the the Bandgasse yeah Yeah. and this is the Seidengasse yeah so Seidengasse means silk right and Bandgasse were the bands so the, the textile industry was really rich here right so they produced a lot of bands out of made of silk, and uh, it was a really well-being industry. And um, um, so the people were so rich that um, they paid also, and well, then, then there was this um, uh, crisis, the first crisis, economical crisis, and they had no money to pay their pe- their stuff. So, instead of paying them with money, they paid them a lot with uh, brilliance, like uh, jewelers.
1: Right. So the
2: cleaning lady had like a necklace, a gold necklace. <laughs> Think you might pay the, her with yeah, jewelry. And, and diamonds on the, uh, ah. on the ears and on the fingers. So brilliant. Right. Brillantengrund. That's why it's really brilliant. It right. our company. Ah. But uh, then you also said uh, there was this um, song from an Austrian... Uh, Traditional singer, the, the Engelmacher from Diamantengrund, and Engelmacher means uh, was a nickname for uh, how you call it in English uh, when you're pregnant and the, you you wanna oh what when uh, you want the baby to come out not to come out not to come out uh, ah. it, uh, this <laughs> religious thing how you call it uh, <laughs>
1: right I'm not sure we'll look that one up yeah no
2: no um if if. Can, can you cut things yeah, out? Yeah, we'll do, we'll yeah, we'll cut it out. Yeah, because uh,
1: what, how is it called if you
2: wanna uh, uh, you make a baby and you don't want to have it?
1: Oh, uh, an abortion. An abortion. Sorry. Right. Yeah, yeah. An abortion. <laughs> no
2: yeah, there were. The, um, it's called the uh, Engelmacher vom Brilliadengrund, and those were were those ladies who were
1: responsible for the secret abortion. Right. Okay. Let's and, let's start. Yeah, let's start that again. So we'll do a little. I'll do a little pause. Okay. So. The nickname of the place, Brillant Ground. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's also another section of the nickname, right? Yeah, so there was this song from Helmut
2: Kvaltinger, now I yeah. it, a very famous traditional Viennese uh, uh, musician, singer, uh, with the title uh, Die Engelmacherin vom Diamantengrund, and Engelmacherin is... Uh, if I would uh, translate it word by word, it means uh, the angel maker. Right. <laughs> but those persons were actually responsible for the secret abortion. for Right, right. The, for the prostitutes. Okay, yeah. right. Okay.
1: So there's a very colourful history to, yeah, yeah. So uh, to this place. Yeah, so this was a totally red light district, yeah. the whole area. Right. But it changed a little bit now. We've got children playing around. Yeah, and now it's like one of the most expensive uh, areas in Vienna. Like the first
2: district, like the center and also 18th, but um, yeah, everyone wants to live here. Every student wants to live here, but it's just crazy expensive. And now I can realize that more and more in the 15th and the 2nd, of course, a longer time ago already, but like 15th district, all this a little bit outside of the center are getting more
1: trendy yeah Yeah. someone we know someone you know over there yeah old (laughs) neighbours we we were saying everyone knows each other in the city especially in the Seven. right so this so actually it is so it can be hard for um, creative people then to live here if the rents go yeah the rents go up a little bit the young people live mostly in a big apartment with
2: five others yeah yeah. and I mean still it's not comparable to London yeah yeah what was this like? Hundred four square meters, one thousand three hundred euros. So it's right. not expensive compared to yeah, London. Yeah, cheaper,
1: cheaper than London. Yeah, um, well Vienna has this this long history as well, doesn't it? I mean, people think of it as being quite a rich and uh, successful city, but actually, there's a long history, isn't there, of um, kind of social housing and rent control, like the the red Vienna period they built a lot of social housing didn't they so there is there is that kind of history of people actually being able to get through quite affordable housing in Vienna.
2: right yeah it has a really good social system i think vienna is the best place if you have kids yeah you can afford it you you don't even need to work and you get money right i mean (laughs) i mean that's pretty radical now but somehow like the whole health insurance system yeah yeah but it's also very hard to get in. Yeah, so it's like kind of, uh, let's say, uh, secured from outside. So yeah, yeah. The entry barriers are really high. But uh, as soon as you're inside, it's a really, for everyone, a really good system.
1: Yeah, and Vienna often wins the Livability Awards, doesn't it? People say it's a very livable city, you can afford housing, yeah. and public transit is very yeah. good, isn't yeah. it? Very clean, I was just before I met you. I was swimming in the in the old Danube Alta Donau, which is very clean and very nice, yeah, yeah. a great place to kind of go and yeah, yeah yeah we couldn't we couldn't do that in you know New York or London. Yeah. the water is so dirty but yeah, yeah. here it's very Everything's very clean, isn't yeah. it? And I used to go there a lot too in the summer with the kids at yeah. Genza Halfull and those places. Yeah. I was at Genza Halfull at the weekend, yeah. um, it's and it was my yeah. garden. Yeah, it's such a fun place. Yeah, it's, it's, my so, yeah, it's so big, and it's yeah. one of the biggest in Europe, I think. It's crazy I think how it's big, it even is. the biggest in Europe, yeah. as
2: far I remember correctly.
1: Yeah, yeah. so yeah, Genza Halfull is um, this kind of like summer camp place. Yeah. Um, there's all these fake beaches it's very very nice and doesn't it mean <laughs> that local's are very friendly um, doesn't it mean something like a pile up of geese or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> very yeah very nice translation it, yeah yeah the the poo of a goose right yeah actually yeah yeah
2: i I've, I mean I was also there in elementary school yeah. and quite close there so I, i'm there since 1988.
1: Spending my summers there, so yeah. yeah. And were there other parks as well that you like to uh, hang out in, in in Vienna? Did you go to the Prater, the famous big park, or any of the other smaller ones? Mm, let's say two to three times a year, if I have
2: if I have to go with my kids. Yeah. But uh, then there's also one that um, it's called um, Am Himmel. On the top of the sky, uh, yeah, yeah, so you have like a view on Vienna up there, but uh, yeah, here in the 7th, you have a couple of parks as well. Like the hipster park here in the 7th district is Burgassen Park, probably, where you all meet the people with that you met like 10 years before in the club, right? <laughs> <And> now <laughs> you see them all like drinking as well, but
1: with the kids, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's fun to fun to go to those um, those parks where people just kinda of hang out and yeah. I think that's a great that's a great thing about a park as well, isn't it? It's you, you know, you can go there for free, you can take your food and drink and yeah. just do whatever you want really. Yeah. But I'm really can't wait for the
2: time when my kids grow and don't have to go to the park anymore. <laughs> Are you sick of parks <laughs> yeah, now? I'm really fed <laughs> I've out, dragged you to one now I'm and you're really, like, no really more parks. Nah. <laughs> I've just been here like two hours before with my yeah. boy. I guess when you have
1: children you're always you're yeah, always it's in a better le-
2: than letting them at home and yeah. arguing with you and discussing with you if they if they
1: can watch some t v now or not yeah <laughs> oh do they want to watch grown up t v and you, you have to say no yeah yeah, yeah. that's the that's the thing what what's the kind of thing they want to watch
2: so how you call it in english in german it's called coco de affe and i think in english it's like coco de how you call
1: that
2: how you call that when you um, you have to cut this down. <laughs> yeah. how you call it when you always want to s- want to know in the need of something to know Neugierig yeah. how you call that yeah I
1: don't know that. I don't know that show ah, yeah, no. yeah 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 curious
2: Coco the Curious okay wow <laughs> uh, uh, it's, uh, my friend
1: from the States knows it as well yeah. and he said yeah yeah, that's like super hot whatever <laughs> yeah. um, and so well we're sitting by the hotel here why don't you tell us a little bit about um, the hotel and how you came to be involved with, uh, with the hotel here
2: yeah this started actually pretty exactly 12 years ago um, so I have to go far back actually I was um I went to the film academy for a year and then I wanted to study art in between that I dropped around as a cutter producing media, TV shows and all this stuff so I was like in the media in in, in, in the media sector and a good friend of mine who was uh, one of the Lomo founders lomographic cameras yeah. You know yeah Lomo founders was like into real estate and thought, uh, yeah, it would be good to have a hotel, and he would like to have a person to run it, so he talked to me and asked me, and I was like huh, <laughs> what? <laughs> no uh, I don't want to do that And but he kept on like pushing me and looking, we were like he invited me every time when he was going to see a new building that this is to offer, and then, then we checked out the hotel and he did this like two or three years with me and after three years we've seen this building and I said okay this is something different if it's courtyard this area it has something very authentic and unique it's nothing really it's n- not just like a design thing yeah. it's something really down to basic yeah and all of a sudden I thought okay I have to rethink it and then I did a sabbatical for a year I just stopped, quit working And I said, either start going back to university and study art, going back to the University for Applied Arts, or I'm going to start this thing. So a year later, and I already thought uh, we're not going to get it because so many big, big uh, real estate companies, hotel chains, everyone wanted to have this building because it was so special. But at the end, the owner decided that uh, we should get it. Because we are like kind of family and doing it in a small way and yeah, so now I'm sitting here since 12 years. Yeah. And my partner uh, went out of the of his company five or six years ago and joined uh, joined me here as well. So no now we are running this for 12 years and
1: yeah, which is right behind us and it looks very very cute. I'm gonna have to have a look yeah. at some point. But yeah, um, yeah it looks very historic. Um, and kind of um, yeah kind of, kind, of, kind of quaint, but it 's very cool inside isn 't it i 've seen all the, seen all the pictures very lots of like hipster uh, people hanging out there right I, that's the thing is we
2: have everything
1: every kind of people. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes.
0: Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com.
2: It's a neutral zone that, and I don't want to have it like just for the hipsters and just for uh, the normal tourists. No, it's actually an open space because um, that's the only way how to say authentic. I I mean, my mom is not a concept. My mom is doing the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. she just. Joined me, she asked, "Hey, can I do the kitchen like I did when she was younger? When she was 14, she was also yeah. doing the kitchen." First. What's it
1: like working with your mom doing? Uh, it's crazy. Doing the cooking, yeah. It's crazy on one side, <laughs> but on the other side, it's it's what what it makes yeah. so valuable. Do um, you tell her what to do, or does she tell you what to do? Uh, if, if my mom was if my mom was working with me, I think my, my mom would be giving me that, suggestions. That's the big
2: problem, <laughs> and especially as an Asian. As an Asian right. kid with his Asian mom and telling her Asian mom what to do, it's, <laughs> it's
1: quite <laughs> challenging. But yeah, it's it worked really out so far. Yeah, that's really cute. And everyone knows moms make the best food, don't yeah, they? Yeah.
2: So. I, I mean, in the beginning, we said, okay, doing a restaurant in a hotel is so hard because uh, your hotel, you're not a restaurant, <laughs> and every tourist who comes here don't want to eat at your hotel. But the point is, I mean... Uh, we are mostly. I mean, it's always um, outbook, fully booked, and it's lo- there are locals who are eating here. Yeah. So lots of locals are coming uh, for the first time and said, "Oh, this is also a hotel." Yeah, it's actually the main business. Yeah. And the hotel guests, they might oh, some of them come because already they know that we have this restaurant, and mm. some don't realize it in the, from the beginning, but then they see. Okay, it's always. Yeah. full and packed and then they
1: see the, they're local so they make a reservation for the next days when they yeah. you know, normally and you have this Filipino uh, background in your family yeah is there any Filipino dishes yeah, yeah. We have Filipi- we have the only Filipino restaurant and
2: that was a long a question mark in the beginning. We did some experiments. I tried like to have a special cook who does like international yeah. cuisine and this and that. Yeah. And then I figured out that the most important thing to do business is to have a, a, an, an authentic identity. Yeah. And then I said, okay, well, if I want to sell what I love, then it's only the food for my mom.
1: Yeah. Filipino food is really good. I yeah. remember when I was there, I had some really nice food. Have you got any um, kind of uh, Jolly Bee like spaghetti on them? No, <laughs> on the it's not. It's already, it was already a big, big
2: challenge to explain people what is yeah. what the hell is Filipino cuisine yeah. because uh, you have
1: these elements of like Asian and and Spanish and French and, yeah French and like American as well it's all uh, it's real crazy. interesting and, mix and, isn't and it yeah
2: and people know they always have an association with Japanese Thai or Vietnamese yeah. food all the other yeah, yeah, Asian so different to that though yeah. Yeah. yeah but if you ask them do you know Filipino food they're like mm. no yeah. 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 yeah so it's so uh, pretty crazy actually to work with his mom but at the end um, it gives us the whole identity and the people I mean of course, oh, there's a mom cooking, it sounds so hip already again but if they come and see my mom then they realise this
1: is a real thing. Yeah, yeah. definitely definitely. Yeah. So if we went in the kitchen now would your, your, your mom be uh, shouting out the orders in um, tag- now, Tagalog or... <laughs> now is
2: actually... Um, in the church. Oh, of course. <laughs> She's coming back now. The in Catholic the, church, 30 yeah. 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, one of my kids. Oh, right. <laughs> the le- on the left.
1: Oh, wow.
2: Without the bag.
1: <laughs> we see one of, one of Marvin's kids has jo- joined us running around the park. Looking like he's having fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, then also, so the, ho- the hotel, I mean, this is would be enough to uh, I know I know people with businesses and one business is enough to drive people crazy yeah, yeah. but you started other ones as well haven't you you've got the clothing oh yeah yeah, yeah clothing brand as well yeah, yeah. so what made you um, decide that you wanted to do this um, this, this is kind of sports this uh, sports is also clothing?
2: just another thing that happened like yeah. the hotel happened the restaurant happened and the yeah. sports thing happened as well I was just into cycling yeah uh, there was a really cool shop around the corner and they used to and they used to ride my bike and then his mechanic, my mechanic, uh, invited some friends after a ride because they do did some daily group rides, yeah. uh, weekly group rides on Sundays called Unicorn. And once it was raining and they said, hey, I know a new place where we can have a beer and leave our uh, expensive bikes. So they just stopped by here. And uh, one of the guys, uh, Winnie, Christian, that I met uh, was uh, like... Um, isn't graphic designer and totally into creative things that we love to, p- to share each other and uh, he used to design jerseys and then it came up that we used to that we started to do races racing bike races yeah and then we did the first uh, hotel jersey and on, so the people started to ask us at industry, hey, can we buy this jersey and that was what um 10 years ago and uh, we said yeah well yeah okay so I took a little bit money from, from some cash that, that was left over from the hotel and we said okay let's produce a little bit more let's see what happens and then every year by year we did more and more until we said okay we need actually mm, a real production and let's go to Italy and not just like print some jerseys yeah. let's do it on a real level and I think 6 years ago maybe, yeah, we, or five years, five or six years now, we uh, established a label called BBUC, Brilli Brilliant, from the hotel company, Brilli Brilliant Unicorn, yeah, right. which is a kind of Percy Flash as well on this long sort of pro cycling team names like pharma industry, whatever. Yeah. So <laughs> our, first, our first racing team was called Brilli Brilliant Unicorn Racing Dream, right <laughs> nice long name yeah and we also had like one of our riders won the austrian um, some austrian titles as well and cross we were pretty good so it was kind of a fun thing that now turned over to a to a business yeah now yeah. we're selling in asia
1: and in the states and in the uk yeah, and, yeah so. I'll have, to, I'll have to get one. I'm a big cyclist. I cycle everywhere in, in London. Okay. It's not as safe as here, though. Yeah. Everyone cycles here, and it seems quite safe. There's yeah. a lot of bike lanes, yeah. but uh, it's quite dangerous in London. Lots yeah. of very big roads. Yeah, I um, mean, the British people did a
2: lot. Uh, just the, uh, There is a British brand that just flattened the road for all these new brands yeah. in the, let's say, urban cycling yeah. industry. But, um, yeah, for us, cycling is always like oh this performance driven thing and always so serious and and I come from snowboarding and skateboarding and I just thought okay you need to put give it a little ironic thing on it and it's (laughs) very come on we're not gonna get pros no matter what we train no matter if we train like six to five to six days a week we're not gonna reach that level but the pros the real pros are going to reach
1: yeah uh, and I think that that's one of the things I liked when I was reading about you, Marvin. That everything's a little bit ironic. The hotel is as yeah. well, and, and the, yeah, the clothing. Yeah, don't take like. to
2: yourself too serious, please. And,
1: and That's really co- And I think that's really cool, because a lot of people, especially people who are entrepreneurs, can be very serious. Like, you watch those TED Talks, and everyone's like, you know, it's very earnest, very serious, but actually... Life is about having a little fun as well and yeah, yeah. being funny, being ironic, which yeah. is what we try and do on this podcast. It's yeah. <laughs> not the most professional, yeah, but, but I think that's but the that's thing in the, life, isn't that's it? That's the yeah. point.
2: If you do it too professional, then yeah, you lose a lot of fun.
1: Exactly. And the yeah. fun is the thing that you should never yeah. lose. I mean, yeah. we're here, aren't we, surrounded by kids? And I think we can learn a lot from yeah. kids, right? They're yeah. always just kind of having fun and mucking around. And that's a nice way to be, isn't it? Now in the beginning, when I told my friends I'm gonna do a hotel, and everyone was like, "What? So why a hotel?" <laughs> and blah blah.
2: Yeah, yeah. And then I, the first thing that I started was just okay. Let's. Um, no one knows us, and I need a little bit fun in here. Uh, I'm a little bit bored about this guest because we just took it over. It was already a hotel when we yeah. started it, but it was dead. Yeah. There were so few people, and the the, the the rating on Booking and on Google didn't exist by the time. Yeah. I mean it existed but it was not so relevant we were so bad I said okay we need to bring more people here and they start and the first thing what I started was like um, I said I want to do a pop-up mall (laughs) so I did with two friends um, who did like flea markets as well Uh, we did uh, like a three day pop-up mall so in every room we had like uh, different brands from American Apparel was existing yeah. by the time uh, APC Woodwood Wood, and other designers, young designers, so in every room there was a shop and behind uh, in the showroom that I' am going to show you now in the afterwards, there was a record store yeah and down here on the ground was a food court yeah I'm and exactly. we had in total in these three days around four thousand five hundred people here. Yeah amazing well it, like yeah should,
1: let's ha, let's have a quick walk yeah. over shall we um, and we'll go I'll have to i have to go in a minute but it'd be yeah. nice to go and go and walk inside
2: <laughs>
1: that was Marvin talking to his kid in German <laughs>
2: Other friends' mom said that he has to go home.
1: Yeah, oh, that was the worst bit of being a kid when you had to go home. Yeah, always. <laughs> mom and dad said you have to go home. But, um,
2: so you're not gonna have dinner here.
1: No, I'm ah. not gonna not gonna be able to manage it tonight. But next time I come, definitely will definitely will do. So we're just walking across the road now to to Marvin's um, Marvin's hotel. Um, and you're, um, are you going to go back to doing, um, just walking in reception now, are you going to go back to doing any more like film or art or...?
2: I hope so, yeah, especially now yeah. with BBC, I'll try again and uh, we do a lot of art mm. exhibitions, Yeah, uh, like one to three a year, depending if there's corona or not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, hi. And uh, yeah, i sure you're Yeah, so it.
1: there's lots of art on the walls. It looks very, very nice. Yeah. This is the first time we've ever done a, done a podcast in a, in a hotel, yeah, so yeah. this is very exciting. Yeah, uh, also
2: the furniture and everything. It was. Uh, it's very cool, very like retro just, furniture. Yeah, I collected it like over the years. And um, for those in the know, they see, okay, this is a very rare chair, but. Uh, I had no money from the beginning. There was not like, okay, here you have yeah. five hundred thousand euros and do it how you like it. Just getting, we what? had so many restrictions. I mean, yeah. this ceiling, yeah. no one would do it nowadays, right? But he paid like a million shilling, which is what uh, seventy thousand euros. Right. By that time, he would never pay seventy thousand euros for such a ceiling nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought, okay, actually, you have to play what is here. Yeah. And try to accept it and then you figure out actually it's fun and yeah it's
1: a really, yeah really cool mixture of kind of old and new yeah. Yeah. and then if we go out into the courtyard here well, this is really, lo- really lovely. There's um, lots of plants this everywhere. Blondie
2: is my girlfriend. <laughs> oh. Hi. Hi, I'm Chris. No. Hi, Chris. Hi. Hi. I'm Wolfgang. Hi, Hi. This is, Wolfgang. This is my partner, what hey. I told you about from Lomo. Ah, yeah. We heard
1: about you earlier, Wolfgang. So you're, uh, really? you're, you're making a guest appearance on the podcast, if that's okay. A guest appearance. Exactly. But oh, <laughs> well, this looks like a lovely place to come and hang out and have, yeah. have a coffee. And, yeah. yeah, very... Yeah, I so can show good. you now the show. Yeah, let's go and see yeah. see the showroom. Nice to meet you, Wolfgang. Yeah. <laughs> Wolfgang is the most Austrian-looking person I've ever seen, with yeah, his blonde This blonde, his blonde hair and his glasses. <laughs> Looks amazing. And we're here in the showroom now, so this yeah. is where you sell the um
2: Yeah, where we have the exhibitions yeah. and sell our stuff and uh, actually it's a showroom more or less, mm. but uh because
1: uh if you do a shop shop then uh I need more time to do it so we call it showroom showroom yeah we can see some cycling jerseys and some cool looking hats and And stuff as you can see uh, even
2: like if we do like here we have like a new series of photos with really uh upcoming photographers and we always try to avoid this typical bikey bikey stuff yeah like oh (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so I'm really hard trained on the bike and yeah uh, I do every day my 100k. <laughs> no, actually we try not to use bikes and
1: uh, make it a little bit more strange and yeah and funny and yeah yeah it's really interesting, really interesting stuff um, and so yeah you're giving space to young young designers and young artists, young photographers yeah, also, yeah. and like this disco thing
2: uh, when I started riding so we had my I had my first group rides in the morning and I thought oh my gosh it's like going to the club is, is and then you're trying to dress somehow yeah. differently than the normal cycling uh yeah and and then you go through the Vienna woods and you see the fla- the sun flattering through the trees and everything and then I started to tag all my bike rides on on the social media with outdoor disco right <laughs> And now when I look on it, I'm on it since uh, like 10 years later, like people are just using it now. To, they also use this term for, for having fun outside. Right, outdoor disco. Yeah, that's why that's like our kind of claim. And that's why when you see the sweater that was like our dance collection, we try to compare cycling and to give it a little bit more fun with uh, dancing. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, everything has a little story with our brand. Like... Uh, uh, if you for instance see here this label it's like um, it's if you go outside of the hotel it's the entry the door so this is the pink wall of the hotel and then the yellow yeah. thing so uh, or this this fictional nation flags so we have it in every room where we try to think to people how would your nation look like if you can build your own nation yeah. right? so we have the fictional nation jerseys every year every second or third year so we have different we call it playgrounds that yeah. we play on that we
1: combine with the hotel and the people who are here yeah definitely so it's all about fun really and people seem like they're having a lot of fun here yeah which is uh, yeah really important yeah
2: you should come once when we do an exhibition
1: or absolutely that, that it's packed I absolutely mean, it's like people are
2: waiting outside to get in and
1: yeah I've, I've been to Vienna a few times I can't believe I haven't been here but I'm definitely going to come here yeah. again next time I'm here it looks um, looks fascinating and finally what's next for you Marvin you're always doing lots of different projects what are you thinking about next yeah the next thing
2: is it's called Pop Chop it's a food festival that we're doing it's like here we have dinners and uh, um, in the rooms we have some people who like food innovation yeah Yeah. and also outside on the streets we will have some stands with other participants uh, where it's a lot about uh, like healthy food is kind of always, ah, you have to do it like this, and you have to be vegan, and uh, we want to bring some, di- we want to bring, like, consciousness into this whole yeah. nutrition topic, but in a kind of, let's say, um, in a pop, pop music style, yeah, you know? like, right. Like, that's got yeah. pop chop chop, he's like eating a <laughs> pop. Uh, yeah, my, my my friend Matthias came up with this idea for a while, and he was always philosophing about it. And he said, "Okay, let's we need to do a, a, a to do a kind of we don't even want to call it food festival yeah. because it's not about stands and people selling their stuff. It's more or less all the people who are participating are making it free. Yeah. And all what we want to show is that there is something else than meat. And if you buy meat, then you can be this kind of meat because yes. this and that we have some talks here in these three days f- from certain people I can send you some stuff as well yeah uh, but yeah this is going to be in October um, then we have an exhibition afterwards which was cancelled bef- before Corona uh, yeah and then also another so two two photo exhibitions and the the food festival
1: this year. Great. So you've got lots uh, lots on. Yeah. <laughs> Always lots yeah, on. Yeah. Brilliant. Well let's let's walk back out here and then we'll um yeah, yeah we'll f- we'll finish off. And Hello. uh <laughs> everyone's enjoying their drinks in the in the sun. It's a lovely, lovely day today. But um yeah this it's good. Thank you so much for talking to us today Marvin. Yeah, welcome. nice to meet you Wolfgang <laughs> say, say goodbye to him. Um we'll walk back out into the reception. I love the old um yeah, kind of mixture of the old yeah. uh old sort of vienna hotel design and then the cool yeah, cool he, he new stuff as well these photos rooms. are cool this is what the rooms look like before yeah
2: <laughs> no actually this is i bought these furnitures yeah i found it somewhere and bought the second hand furniture to put it in to make it to look it like that i love it but uh <laughs> yeah those the wall is different now this is like uh, mean, know yeah. also 10 years old this picture this is also a little bit different now
1: yeah but yeah amazing yeah. this place is great um, Marvin, thank you so much. I really yeah, appreciate so your time really, today. You. I hope you've enjoyed yeah. uh, talking to us. Yeah. And yeah, good luck with everything. We keep in touch. Definitely. Um, thank Enjoy you so. your time in Indiana. Thank and you I so see much. You next time. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Park Date. Um, there's lots more where that came from. And there'll be more in the future as well. If you enjoyed it, please leave a review um good or bad make them funny i'll be reading out the best ones and there'll be a prize for the one that makes me laugh the most name check some trees in your reviews and leave them wherever you get your podcasts from check out our website parkdate.co.uk and um if you see me walking around in a park come and say hello i think that was the sound of someone sneezing um yes thank you bye-bye coming up on the next park date hear me lose my patience with my noisy neighbors can you please keep that bloody racket down
0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mother's Day is just around the corner, and it's time to pamper the special moms in your life. And what better way than with Osea's limited-edition skincare sets featuring clean, vegan, cruelty-free products that are safe for your skin and the planet. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been making seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. This Mother's Day, Osea has two limited edition sets, perfect for gifting or keeping for yourself. Their Golden Glow Body Set includes three clinically proven bestsellers for silky, smooth, glowing skin, while the Glow and Go Facial Set has everything she needs to achieve spa-level results at home. They're so beautiful, you can skip the wrapping. For a limited time, you can save up to $48 on OSEA sets, plus get free shipping. That's Mother's Day Made Easy. Pamper the moms in your life and get 10% off your first order site wide with code MOM at OSEAMalibu.com. That's O S E A MALibu.com code MOM.